the shy in the first episode has some of the most raw emotion I've seen on TV acting in a long time. Really? And the boy who plays Eazy is unbelievable. Something Mitchell. I don't know his full name. Yeah. But I listened to a podcast with him. Jason Mitchell. Mm -hmm. But he, the the emotion portrayed, because somebody passes away Mm. and he has to speak at the funeral. But the emotion for me, I was fucked up. I felt it. I literally felt it was beautifully done. Mm. And this is a female director. Yeah. Black female director. Before you before you tell me more, because I am interested in this, shout out to my coworker Ashley, because I told her I was going to start watching the show. I just don't know much about it, and I would like to even mention it on, on the podcast. So, sh- Ashley, this for you. None Continue, of this, sir. None of this is going to make the podcast. Roger that. Okay. <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> it was... <laughs> I love when we just that's great but everything you just said fuck it I love when we do so that's funny as shit to me um, I think they call that pulling the rug oh he is the king of that shit <laughs> cause he was engaged right right okay None she's not gonna do this <laughs> none of this shit no but really though if you get a chance you get an opportunity um, The Shy is a wonderful Series that you should be watching. Yo, this is Rel. This is Ted. This is Jerry. You listening to NWA? You know, cruising down the street. And no, like, no, nerds, nerds with assessments. Nerds with assessments. assessments. Welcome to another episode of the NWA podcast. Nerds, nerds, nerds with, with assessments. Your regular cruise here is just Rel. This is June. And Jen, we're here again for another episode. Um, fresh off of Hellboy. If you could just. I wish I could audibly put the look on my face of disappointment. <laughs> was, that, was that close enough? It was good. I felt it. Um, just I think the, June just orgasm. That wasn't. <laughs> that was not disappointment. That, uh, rock him. Yeah. That was a forced, a forced one. Um, I want to. I want to say this. Um, <laughs> this week's adventures of niggas in movie theaters. <laughs> <laughs> Another fucking niggas in movie. Here's theater. the thing. I don't want this like. Speaking for the future, yeah. Speaking things into existence. Once we get to a certain level of <laughs> recognition and fame and shit, mm-hmm. I don't want this to be a thing. I don't want people to see me in the theater and be like, "I think that's the ball from let's fuck let's this movie up and see if we, so make, they, it to yeah, the we make it." Episode. Nah. I swear to God, right? So, um, I live in Philly. I drove forty-five minutes out of my way to go to the theater I got um, in-game tickets at originally, mm-hmm. just to check the theater out. I, got, I want to go see Hellboy and IMAX. Um, there was six people in a the movie theater. Nice, mm. nice. I was one of the six. Okay, beautiful. I'm dead center. I watched the trailer for Godzilla. I'm gonna go see Godzilla in IMAX. Oh, uh, looks great because Godzilla. it looks crazy. It mm-hmm. does. Um, I was blown away. The sound was great. The screen was great. Right after that Godzilla trailer, in walks these two fat niggas. Right. Okay. Now, I'm, I'm a fat nigga, but Fluffy. these was some fat niggas. Okay. Walks mm-hmm. in, talking all the way up to aisle. I'll excuse that. Okay, you you brought your outside inside, but once you sit down and get settled, you you gonna shut up. The trailers are a showing, right? Absolutely. But I'll accept that for now, right? Mm-hmm. So they sit down, and the next trailer shows up. They're still talking. 
Next trailer shows up. They're still talking. No bueno. The fucking movie starts. They're talking throughout the whole entire movie. Wow. The whole movie. At one point, they was like, ain't nobody in this joint anyway. Fuck that. I don't give a shit. To which I turned around and gave them my best nigga face. Like, nigga. Which they obviously didn't see. <laughs> <laughs> because, because they continued they to talk. Yeah. It's me. It's uh, me. I think you've been attracting a little bit of bad energy lately. Yeah, you got it. Yeah. And then I went to go see Hellboy a second time mm-hmm. at Plymouth Meeting. Okay. No. I was the only person that had a ticket in the theater. Mm, okay, right? so everybody first, came in. Yeah. No, at first. So I was like, okay, good. Right. There's no way that if Anything, there's nobody here, exactly. I should be good, right? Mm-hmm. So I walk in there and then like four or five people trickle in or whatever and this... Group of niggas walk in. Oh, a pack. Oh, a pack of niggas. <laughs> pack okay. of niggas. Fucking walk in. <clears throat> it's two girls and a guy. Okay. Oh, the girls is. are yip yapping mm-hmm. throughout all the trailers. And I'm like, yo, this can't be life. Like, I get it. People don't respect trailers. I get that. But as soon as the movie started, yeah, I was like, what the fuck, yo? They yelled at the bull. Because he walked in with him, but he sat like three rows up. Yo, what you doing down there? Come the fuck back up here. Stop playing around. Oh, blah, blah, blah. oh you had them, the, the clap hand types. Yes. And I was like, so I was like, yo, what the fuck? Like, I yelled at him. I was like, yo, what the fuck? Shut the fuck up. And I was like, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want no yo, smoke like with that. No because smoke the time, no, 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 There's no reasoning but or you got anything. Exactly. You got to understand. You got to understand somebody's life at that point. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like, it's the rebuttal. I was in the supermarket, right? And I clapped like real loud. Blah, 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 blah. And then two hours over or however many, everybody just started doing the same clap. Good energy. We all made it to the end. We all laughed at each other. Y'all all went to camp. Yeah, we must have all went to camp. Right. It was a white supermarket. So. Obviously. So people that immediately rebut or rebuke anything that you say like, excuse me. Could you guys be quiet? Fuck you. Whoa, whoa. Um, the you atmosphere too. calls for quiet. Right. Um, I'm just asking you politely. To respect the we, atmosphere. What we all already yeah, know. Yeah, we already know. It's a rule. Fuck you. First of all, wow. the movie tells you before it starts. Yeah. Quiet all cell right. phones. Yeah. Don't ruin the movie by talking <laughs> through the movie. Like, they literally they say give that you a every little time. disclaimer. And which, they were there for that part. Okay. Which is cold word for shut the fuck up. Yes. yes Everybody yes. paid the same amount of money you paid. Women take, sometimes women, excuse me, but they just take black Good job on not saying bitches, though. Oh, yeah, respect. we're going to yeah. No, no, respect, bro. I thought about what I was going to say first. <laughs> um, it wasn't organic. Uh <laughs> They just sometimes take they're a little emotional and they sometimes take stuff too far. Like you're asking her to be ill, like what the fuck? Like And sometimes you're yelling to somebody five seats away. Like what yeah. the fuck are you doing? It's the movie theater. Like I didn't yell, yo, shut the fuck up, which I could have. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I just went, yo, what the fuck? Like as a general, like you are bothering people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and she didn't even turn around. <laughs> shut the fuck up. Uh oh. <laughs> Danger. <laughs> right. Uh-oh. Uh, Danger will rise. <laughs> trouble. Trouble. <laughs> Jesus Christ, yo. Oh, my right. God. This is why I go to movie theaters where tickets cost $23 a piece. Come on. Come on. You know, you get a different class of attendee. Absolutely. Because the movie theater you was in, I'm sure, maybe 12 to 15. Yeah. And that's what you get. 
you get shut the fuck up. Back. But it was ten o'clock at night <laughs> yeah. on a motherfucking Tuesday. Yes. Why? Yes. yes. Yeah, that makes no sense. But you're sense, you're though. assuming you're assuming these people work. They have jobs or lives outside of it. They probably came to the theater and just saw whatever was showing at the time. Like I hate people that oh what if it's well fucking I ain't got ever going like literally yeah. tell me be honest have you ever walked to a theater and be like I don't know what's playing I'll just see whatever's playing at the time I'm here absolutely um, not absolutely I'm always a known situation yeah, yes. yes you have to plan right hmm. but that's not the norm for a lot of people you gotta stroke your Jafar beard right? yeah. especially <laughs> in our <laughs> especially in our adult lives because immediately if we do have a moment like that where we're like oh okay well you know what let me just be random. Immediately, the first thing you're going to do, well, now I'm talking to adults, you're going to look at the time. You're going to look at how long that movie going to last. Fandango. Yep. But these were, unfortunately, I'm sorry you had to go for another yeah. bad movie experience, which made Twice it even worse. on the same movie. Which made it even worse <laughs> is that the movie was bad. Yes. The movie was pretty bad. Okay. All right. Now I want to start this off. I know I start off a lot, mm-hmm. but I feel like my points are more valid. And okay. Nobody's gonna listen beyond me, so I gotta get mine out. So I think <laughs> Roger. <laughs> no, um, I'm only going first this time because I fell asleep on this movie twice. Twice. Mm. Twice. Mm. The first time, understandable. I was very tired. Okay. And I had drove 40 minutes away. I should not have done that. I should have took a nap or something. I didn't. The second time, same thing. I was at work. Came home from work, immediately went to the movies. But the second time, I drank a Red Bull okay. about thirty minutes before I went in, and still fell asleep on the movie. Mm-hmm. That's a sign. How mm. far did you get? I don't even know. Okay, wow. But I do know that the best scene was, at the, was at the very end. Okay, mm-hmm. when they found the swimming Abe. Guy. Abe. Abe. Yeah. I knew you would know it from Swimmy Guy. Yes. Abe, when he you found think Abe, that was the best that little, scene? That little fight scene, the joint where uh, where he slapped the boy, he turned into the, the joint. And right. They, all, they ran in rocking everybody. Yeah. 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 For me. Okay. That I mean, that's fine. That's scenes. fine. And I like the opening scene with the uh, where he's fighting the werewolf. I thought that was I thought that was funny. I thought it was fighting okay. the vampire. The vampire. Yes. Mm-hmm. God, um, fucked up they really fucked up this movie, and I yeah. Uh, from what I read, they had a lot of production issues and a lot of director. Like, they lost the director halfway through and somebody else had to pick it up. Like, Ooh. there's a couple things that went wrong behind the scenes that we're not aware of. Yeah. And they didn't hear, didn't even have the best actors to pull it out. I think Hellboy did pretty good. Um, Hellboy was played by David um, David Harper, also um, starring Mila Djokovic. Djokovic. Djokovic, thank you. That's why, that's why she looks so familiar to me. Yes. Yeah, Fifth Element. Baby. I was like, where Fifth Element, do I Resident know Evil. her from? Oh, oh yeah. my God. I should have looked it up, but I yes. didn't. And also starring Ian Shane, I believe. Is, is that his name? I like Ian McShane. Ian McShane. Ian McShane. Yeah, Ian McShane I like cool. him. Yes. You know, he's Professor Broom. My thoughts, first and foremost, I'm a note-taking person. I have taken no notes for this movie. Mm-hmm. This movie, I'm trying not to shit on movies because I know the actors, they work hard, the directors, the producers, I'm with you, I'm with you, I'm with you, um, but this movie was, it was garbage juice, I did not like it, I did not like this movie So, quick rundown, um, they didn't necessarily change the story story of Hellboy, um, no, not necessarily, it just was, I felt like it was over CGI'd. 
Yes. They overdid the CGI. Yes. I, I'm a fan of makeup, and I know you've heard me say it more than once in the, in the podcast. Mm-hmm. And they definitely, this makeup ish, there was, the makeup was done well when it was the focus. Yeah. When Hellboy's makeup Hellboy practical. was beautiful. The, the practical. It was beautiful. Right. It was. That pig thing pissed me off just yeah. because the face was fake. It was. You know what it I mean? Was. And another thing with the CG that pissed me off the, the leopard dude. Yeah. His was- pants came back when he transformed back. Right. If we all know, when you transform full body, <laughs> shit is getting you ripped naked. off. Your butt ass naked. Right. Your pants yep. don't transition to be, being existing. Nope. nope. At the very least, you get that Hulk effect where your pants become draws. Yeah, or right. super loose, or mm-hmm. but they have to stay on. See, which is a, another issue. If they're going to stay on, they got to stay on to a cheetah. So I guess I, <laughs> I understand. Instead of a werewolf, they had like a cheetah wolf, essentially, or a cheetah, a were cheetah. Yeah. It's like a, a cheetah liking. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it was, uh, which a lot of the things, let me tell you, the concepts were wonderful. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I like the idea. Concepts and ideas. Wonderful. If this was a TV show on AMC, I would have been all in. I will accept it for something like that because it's a lower budget and I don't right. expect it to be as right. good. I Plus expect the my story CGI would have been a lot better because it's exactly. a TV show. Um, also, it had its, its a brief five minutes of gore. You probably didn't see it. When he donned the fire crown, when when Hellboy picked up the sword, that was and transformed. It was beautiful. I love yes. that. That was great. Yeah. It was beautiful. He yeah, yeah, he yeah. looked great. The, uh, uh, Excalibur. Just, yeah, Excalibur. It just I felt like, oh shit, this is what this could have been. Mm-hmm. Hang on, what's with all this Excalibur shit this year? What else? Oh, sword could, could be a king or whatever. King, yeah, the boy who was something else too. I feel like that had Excalibur. No, well, it was kind of last year. This year, Robin Hood, where they dealt with with. Um, the dude who's With playing Jamie Fox, Edgerton, uh, yes, yeah, yep. that was bad though. That yeah. was hard. So again, the, the uh, concepts were great, but this movie was not good at all. The CGI was too much CGI. The acting, the jokes felt forced. Um, there was yeah, no yeah, organic was like, comedy. Like he would just his one liners were fucking horrible. Whoever yeah. was so bad. Wrote this was horrible. The relationship with. I know I'm jumping from the to That's the fine. first to yeah. the first movie with um Ron Perlman. Mm-hmm. Was it Ron Perlman? Yeah. I think, yeah. The relationship with him and his father in that movie I loved. You know what I mean? You actually throughout all the bullshit, you felt that he loved Hellboy and he treated Hellboy as a son. Ian McShane, it was just them constantly. Well again, bickering. the whole the just, whole idea of this one is he wasn't building him you know, he wasn't raising him to be a son. Right. He was raising him to defend the earth or whatever. Right? Yeah. Well, what I, another issue I had with the movie was, I I loved the way it started out. Like I loved the the little storytelling aspect because mm-hmm. again we were talking about um, exposition a lot. Right, right, right. Oh, I thought man. the exposition and this at least from the beginning was pretty good. Like they're not just like so once upon a time in a far land. Like they were showing you as they were telling right, you. Right, like, right. They cut the bitch head off and all. Cut her body stuff. apart. I thought that was pretty cool. I, I thought, thought that was something cool. that I really liked I about this. I didn't, genre. but I didn't appreciate how you drew me in. I was like, oh, this joint about to be fire, mm-hmm. right? And then, and then it you fell gave me that. so flat, like even the even up until. I mean, when he went to wrestle the um, vampire in the ring, cut right. the chicken. I was off. still with it. Yeah, I was still with that. You know, the vampire in the ring. I was like, all right, well. Oh, yeah, it's going to yeah, be yeah. this. But I was like, the CGI is going to be bad. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it just got worse and worse. It did. Um, it did. Again, uh, when I talk about Gore, when he picked up the... When he had done a sword and had the crown, all these other beasts came from out of nowhere, and they were just ripping people up. 
Yeah, that was pretty tearing cool. them in half or whatever. That was I, cool. I did not like that at all. I thought the idea was cool. I, yeah, no, no, just, absolutely. But it was yeah. just, again the CGI for me. You know was what, too yeah. much. You know what it reminded me of? And I just watched this movie last night again. Fucking evolution. Yes. Cheese <laughs> like evolution. Dragon Ball evolution. No, 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 oh, sir. No, no, no. David Duchovny um, is a scientist, and this meteor comes down to Earth or whatever. Damn, you pull David the Covenant out your ass? Yeah, that's my uh, X Files. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no, evolution was. But evolution is what it is, which is why it's entertaining. Okay, evolution is not sold to you as to be some uh, super movie. Like it right. was, it's bullshit. It's a joke, right? And it's intended but, that way. But what I'm saying is you. that movie came out in 2001. Yeah, which and then this reminded me at of that it. time. The CGI, the CGI wasn't, was okay. Was okay. Right. Two thousand one. Two thousand one. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. We're used to the, I know. We're used I to the know. fiddler here at the NWA podcast. <laughs> it's all good. Um, but the CGI for two thousand one was okay. Yeah. But not in twenty nineteen. Not it was, in twenty nineteen. It was yeah. almost that level. Yeah. Like it was just like the fuck is. Yeah, it was bad. Yeah. I, I was really upset, and I'm a fan of Hellboy. Hellboy one and two. They did yeah. so much live action work in Hellboy one and two. Yes, they did. Right. Do, yes, what was did. his name? The guy who did it. Um. The guy who, the director for one and two, his name is um. He also oh, did a couple Benos, horror movies. Ben, was it Benicio del Toro? No, not Ben. I know you want to say Benicio del Toro, but it's not him. It's the director of the first Hellboy. Let's get some IMDb action going on. Ryan Perlman. Um, his name is. We gotta go to the director. Oh, yeah, go down right it's there coming, on that side. It's coming. It's right there. Go. Just, yep. Gamaliel del Toro. Gamaliel. Guillermo. Guillermo. Yes. Yeah. I was thinking, he, he does a lot of like uh, zombie stuff. He does a lot of visually stunning mm-hmm. shows and movies. Yes. And and it shows. It, oh my God. He's Hell one Boy. of the best. He's like Hellboy yes, 1 and 2 yeah. were beautiful. It was. It really was. And then you give me... I, I, <sighs> I don't know with this CGI. I, I'm a fan of CGI. When CGI is done well. But when it's done well. CGI is intended to make something look real yes. that cannot exist. Like CGI on Thanos and mm-hmm. Infinity War was excellent. Whatever right. motion capture company, I think they're using the same one they use for um, like, uh, the Lord of the Rings yeah. and all that shit. Okay. Light, and, light and sound yeah. studio, whatever. Yeah. But... Whatever studio does that, like that's the, and I'm sure they're fucking so expensive. I'm sure to do that, like, to render it. But again, this, this movie had a lot of issues behind scenes. Um, don't don't see it. Don't don't waste your time. Wait till it comes out on uh, Redbox or something I'm and snatch it up. To definitely have to agree with that. Two thumbs up on that comment. Absolutely. Yeah, it was not yeah. Red Boy. Red Red Boy. Hellbox. Red Boy. <laughs> Whatever the fuck Red the name Boy. is. Red Boy Hellbox. Uh, it's a horrible, horrible. It was horrible. And it wasn't funny. And I like the bull from Stranger Things. I, I love too. Him. Me too. Me and, too. And, 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 I was all for the Just idea. bad, yo. One thing that was yeah. good. One thing for me that was really good is the old bitch from the other dimension. Oh, chick. Uh, oh, yeah. I don't know if you were awake for that. I was. But uh, she was twisting around and had yeah. a, lot of, a lot of creepy shit and, that, and she had no was, eye. Wasn't and, she in the house doing yes. too? Yeah, she was in the house. Yeah, she was eating children. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the soup. She had children's soup. Yeah. For me, that was... It looked that, delicious? That, that, that look... No, sir. <laughs> <laughs> that look um, reminded me of Gil, G- G- Muriel. What was his name? Guillermo. Guillermo. Yeah. It reminded Del me Toro. of his... Yeah. Gave me a whiff of like, yes. 
Yeah. Like, yes. These mm-hmm. these these characters yeah. and this makeup. This yes. This is what I need. Because mm-hmm. that was a person in a Yeah. That was yeah. awesome. But even when when she went to fight, that was CGI. But that was done well. Though. That was done well. It was the lighting? I think. Yeah. I think I think, I think when when they know the CGI is going to be bad, they darken the scene. Up. Which is fine. The same issue yeah. I had with um, what's the Spider Man villain? Of which Spider Man movie? He's a big Spider Man movie. A big, uh, the Black Spider Man. Venom. Oh, Venom. Miles. Oh, Venom. Yes, I thought that CGI was poor in that movie too. You talking about Venom? Venom, Venom movie. Venom. Oh, you thought Venom. Venom was poor? No, 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 no. Not all of it. Okay. The, the that end scene between them two. I love the two. I love the. I know you hated it. I know, I know you hated it. I thought it. it was terrible. But I love the bad. two CGI. And then when he was fighting the cops, because that scene was so dark, it was pretty good. But I think that's because it was like, nah, they should know it that good. Yeah. I think it did yeah. great. I think. Well, we're not going to talk about Venom. Right now, but I, I I was a fan of Venom. A lot of people didn't like it. Um, <laughs> no, no. See, you're doing too much. I'm, you can't even hear this. <laughs> I can hear. Maybe you can. <laughs> Maybe you can. <laughs> like I was cool with the occasional bump bump, but now you just. <laughs> I was Saw mixing on the side. DJ mixtape. Hellboy, terrible. No, Hellboy was bad, yo. Oh, but uh, guess what? We got no, no recommendation. No, no segue. Just straight into it. This Let's week, go. June was able to interview the boy who won the WWE 2K19 million dollar, million dollar video game challenge. Yes. Yes. And first off, let me just go ahead and say, yeah, he's the truth. Yeah. I didn't last five minutes. Right. June was able to play him in a right, preliminary yeah, match or whatever. And, and let me just go ahead and. Let's start yeah. off by saying. Maryland was eliminated from the. We yes. were not able to participate. Let's say that first. All right. Yes. June feels as though if he were in it, if Maryland was different. allowed to enter, he would have won. I wanted all the smoke, okay. y'all. Um, all of it. So June had an opportunity to play the champion and did not win. And it was four minutes of June of yeah. pain getting destroyed. Right. And for the wrestling fans, and specifically the the gaming wrestling fans out there. I picked Roman Reigns, okay? He's like WWE's golden boy next to Brock Lesnar. And I still got washed, y'all. And I'm pretty good. But against this cat, he showed why he won that tournament, why he beat AJ. Shout out to Stefan T. Benson, the golden voice of sports and entertainment. <laughs> yeah. No, the boy was the truth. Um, yes. Definitely Very played. charismatic. Yeah, very charismatic. Um, play was called a heel the whole time, like trash talking. Oh and yeah, and stuff. a heel is the like the bad guy in wrestling. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, played that that role here. Like, I mean, didn't turn it off at all. Like, Mm-mm. I mean, he kept the same energy he had when yeah, he was in the ring. He kept energy. the same energy, which was which was interesting. Very loved interesting. It. Loved it. Loved very it. Very cool dude. Uh, to threw talk me to. off my game too. I ain't gonna lie. It did. It threw me off. I mean, I was laughing and shit because I'm like, damn, he really. I, I was June now is it. trying to find excuses as to why he lost in four minutes. No excuses. No, no, no. No, I said it. He lost. He beat. <laughs> me and i will be posting the video as well so that you can see that ass whooping y'all nah well in, in all fairness right i got you back june in all fairness i told you not to come no, just playing. <laughs> no in all fairness uh we was talking to him um the dude said he put in like 1600 hours of practice on this game fuck yeah, yeah so i mean come on yeah Come on, that's 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 that it's a wonderful yeah. thing a million dollars playing a video game he he beat me as if he was Thanos himself, mm. and Jesus. I and, and and I snapped all on him, and I was coming after them Infinity Stones. So. It was horrible. Warmed him up like Thanos warmed up the Hulk. But um, <laughs> right, here's right. the interview 
June and uh, the Golden Voice. The Golden Voice of sports, of and, sports entertainment. and entertainment. Yeah. Yes. They just had a match on uh, WWE 2K18. 19. 19. My bad. See, yes. I'm, I'm so far out of the loop. Yes, we did. And let me go ahead and just say that uh, <sighs> that match. Apparently, I wanted no smoke with either <laughs> Stefan or Rob Justice. And um, I got whooped. Needless to say. Severely. So he, so Mr. Stefan here was gracious enough to give me another go. And um, yeah, when he say he is the, 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 the golden voice of sports and entertainment, it was kind of an understatement. He should have been talking about how his gameplay is also. Because, uh, yeah, I ain't wanting no smoke with him, y'all. So congratulations, first and foremost. Thank you. On um, winning the million dollar tournament. First and foremost, tell me a little bit about you. Well, um, as you know, I'm, I'm a hardcore gamer. WWE is not the only game I play. A lot of people seem to think that it's the main game I play. I play Injustice, Mortal Kombat. Halo is one of my is my favorite first-person shooter game. Okay. Um, I love Marvel Ultimate Alliance. There's a new one coming out, so looking yes. forward to that. Uh, that's just as far as the you know gaming side of things. I play uh, a lot of racing games as well. Mm-hmm. But gaming aside, for the time being, um, I'm a ring announcer, as you know, for uh, pro wrestling, sports entertainment, mm-hmm. boxing, mixed martial arts. Um, I dabble in commentary. I'm, as you heard out there, yes. played, I, I'm pretty decent. I like to say I guess I'm okay at commentary. I do got the ring presence well. though, and the announcer presence. I guess you, you know, for lack of a better term. Mm-hmm. But but, I, but I, I I love it though. Like I guess we could say characters in wrestling, and 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 regardless of whether it's on the couch or whether it's on the grandest stage of them all, you know, what I mean, you got that presence. I respect that. I, I, I like that a lot, man. What made you get in? What made you start watching? Um, Wrestling, or what age was you when you started watching wrestling? Literally, as far as I know from what my father told me, when I was born, he when I came home from the hospital, I was in my little baby seat in front of the TV watching wrestling with him. I may not have known what I was watching, mm-hmm. but pretty much since wow. I was born. Um, <laughs> and there's dedication. pictures of me watching wrestling. Just, I don't know what I'm watching. I'm a stupid little baby that knows nothing. And you. now I'm a bigger baby that knows nothing, but that's not the point. <laughs> um, I Once I was old enough to understand what I was watching, and it was explained to me by my parents... I, I just instantly continued to gravitate towards it. I was always a Hulkamaniac. I still am. He's my favorite of all time. Okay. Right under Hogan, there is um, Kane and then uh, Big Show and then Bradshaw. Okay. And uh, you know what? That was funny that you said that because I was going to ask you who was your favorite wrestlers growing up. Um, I was big into Hulk. Um, Kane was one of the bad guys I loved to, ch- uh, to root against. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Undertaker as well. Um I'm just going to interrupt y'all right there. Whenever y'all say something that I know about, Talk I'm going to chime me. in. Talk to I me. used to love Kane, and every time he chokeslammed somebody, it was the greatest thing I've uh, ever wasn't seen. Wasn't it? Oh, my gosh. Because it, it was so, like, he was so strong. Like, he would just hold you in the air. like One mm-hmm. arm. One, one arm, arm in the air. One arm. And are you ready to take this ride, sir? Oh, well, here we go then. Right. Like, yeah. Like, I realize this is happening. Right. <laughs> every time. you just so happen to survive the chokeslam, you're going to get tombstone. Exactly. You know? Exactly. He didn't even have to use the tombstone as often as he did the chokeslam because that, that chokeslam, was, it was the shit. It was. Uh, that was one of my favorite moves because I was also strong and I used to chokeslam people in real life. That was my, <laughs> that was my favorite. I, I will say to add in, just like when we faced each other early on a game, just speaking of Kane, not that Lesnar's Kane because Lesnar couldn't hold a, uh, a candle to Kane. No disrespect to him. Mm-hmm. But he went for a clothesline in the game and I just staggered back like Kane used to do. It didn't even take me off my feet. Yeah, that was cold. And then I turned the match right back around. Not that it was really ever turned around in the first place, but you get what I'm saying. <laughs> and would you let the haters know, just 
just kind of um, expound a little bit on how I play, how aggressive I am when I play, because apparently people think I'm trash. Not that I owe them an explanation, but I just want them to know. No, I, I will say firsthand, you know what I mean, that that you're you're true to it. You didn't waver. You didn't run around. Hell, I picked Roman, and I had to escape the ring a few times. You see what I'm saying? Like, the fact that, you know what I mean, you stayed in the pocket, and you played as if you were Brock Lesnar, you know what I mean? In Brock Lesnar fashion, even when we went out to the to the ringside, power bomb on the on the barricade. Oh, that was cold, man. I, I ain't even gonna lie. For a moment, I almost fanboyed out while I'm getting my ass whooped. You know what I mean? And then I'm just like, damn, did he really just do that with Brock Lesnar on Roman Reigns at WrestleMania? And then power slammed you into the barricade and and then the, dropped the, you on the steps. Yeah, that was dead. That was some that was some gnarly stuff, man. Um. I do appreciate it. I really do. I tell you, the t- with the with the tools 2K has, have given us in these new games, I love the carry system. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't utilize it because of the if you have second reversal, obviously it's a mid move reversal, which gives you a negative debuff debuff, which means you can't reverse for X amount of seconds. Like I think it's like twenty seconds. Right. And but I take advantage of it. I'll take that risk because if I have a finishing maneuver that correlates to that carry position, the F five or power slam, so cool. once I already got them up. There's no reversing after that, and mm-hmm. I don't risk using a special and then reversing that. I'll I'll risk a major reversal than losing my f- finishing maneuver. Now I'm I agree with you wholeheartedly. Um, now for dramatic effects as well as um, visual effects, I like to use the carry system and then transition over with the the signature, mm-hmm. then pick up for a finish. You see how I did that? Too. Yeah, I, walk you I, to the middle of the ring, yeah, like because I, I automatically said, "Oh, there'll be no rope break for you." Or as Thanos would say, "No resurrections for you." <laughs> you called your shot. Called your shot the whole match, and um, before the match, and um, would you say that in game, in the tournament, that's part of your strategy also, as far as um. Just having that conversation with your opponent, you know what I mean, like trash talking. That's what I did in the tournament, but it was it was it was friendly trash talking. Like I was more so talking towards the screen, and I said to him, um, I said, "Come on, boy, get up. This is my ring. You said you want this million dollars. Are you gonna earn it today if you if you get past me? But it's not gonna happen. Your your dreams, your aspirations, they end here and now forever. It doesn't matter what you say and what you do. I'm ending this." Now, so dope, so dope, man. Now, I saw during the tournament you had a chance to work with, um, to, to I guess your 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 two K coach was the Miz. How was it working with the Miz and having him in your ear, help you know, like I guess giving you pointers or advice? That man is exactly what his music says is awesome. That's what's um, up. from a coaching standpoint, managing standpoint, uh, you know, wrestling standpoint. He's a great human being, just outside of the squared circle. He's a class act, and I can't thank him enough um, for the opportunity to share the ring with he, as well as AJ and Big E and Xavier and Kofi and everybody else and Corey Graves. It was is really amazing experience, and um, yeah, he, he as a coach, I told him we were talking beforehand about strategy, and I just said, listen, I promised him my promo. I'm taking him to Suplex City. I said I'm not going to disappoint you. Yeah. I said I guarantee you, without a shadow of a doubt. I'm not going to disappoint you. I said, I bet you my house, I'm not going to disappoint you. You delivered. <laughs> and he was so happy, as you can see in some of the videos, when he's kind of like, hold my arm up and, you know, this is the man. He looked at it. He was just, 
trolling them along with me. And I was like, this is the perfect coach. He's freaking amazing. Right. And of course, don't forget to catch the Miz and Misses on USA Network. Hey, there it is right there. Eight o'clock, nine o'clock. I believe it's, I believe it's 8 p.m. Okay. Um, okay. But we'll have to get that double checked for you. But still go on to usanetwork.com and get the specific details. There you go. And and kudos to you for coming out in the old in the all gold suit as well. You know, I, I respect that. You know what I mean? Like that, that was cool, man. That was cool. Now, um, what made me laugh so much when watching the tournament mm-hmm. is the fact that you were working over um, as a heel for non-wrestling fans. Heel was basically the bad guy. Baby faces or faces are the good guys. So I see that you was working over a little bit as heel when AJ came out. You know, you're in the city of Brooklyn. Brooklyn is the bad guy state. You would have thought that they would have been on your t- on your side. You know what I mean? City. I'm talking. I said bad guy state. But city. But you would have thought they would have been on your side. But, you know, they was rooting for AJ. And I, and I mentioned all of that because it was funny seeing, you know, you having that rebuttal back and forth with AJ um, during the tournament. And then Corey Graves low-key working over you at, also. So, I mean, like, being up on stage... You know, you had any nerves, any, you know, any feelings? How was it being up there? It was an NXT um, takeover. takeover. Pre-show, yeah. Absolutely. Um, So the, before we jump into takeover, as far as access is concerned and, Mm -hmm. you know, that promo, of course, you know, uh, they're going to troll whatever, whoever made it to the finals, they were going to troll regardless. You know, you live in your mom's basement, you play video games. Yeah. I got my own house. I'm not worried about all that. I did before all of this. Come on with it. Um, So... Do I play video games all the time? Hell yeah, I do. Why not? And guess what? For anybody who's ever said to Stefan Benson, what do video games ever get you? Well, <laughs> apparently. I mean, <laughs> A I'm million just... freaking million freaking I'm just saying, and I mean, you know, stay pressed, rats. But um, <laughs> anyway... <laughs> I love how the persona carries over, y'all. That's, I, this is real. You, I'm <laughs> telling you. I love y'all, it, y'all poor, I'm not. Um, but, but I mean, this is just all, for all the people, <laughs> this is for all the people who are talking trash. I don't mean, I'm not saying that in a genuine, I'm, I'm, I'm not stuck up. I'm no. a very nice guy, but for the people who are hating what's the point of hating on somebody who worked hard and earnest? Because guess what? If I didn't win it and somebody else did, you'd be hating on them Absolutely. saying this was a work. Hell, you were saying that when they announced the semifinalists, oh, this is a work. It's rigged. You're just mad because you didn't put in the work to get chosen and you don't have promo skills. Stay haters. Stay pressed. Ooh, and stay thirsty, my friends. Mm. So <laughs> I may not always troll, but when I do, it's against haters. <laughs> no, no. Now it's funny that you mentioned that because that that leads me into my my next um, topic, or I guess conversation is that seeing you know going on the social media and seeing some of the comments and the responses, like whoa, like first of all, did we forget that this is a game? You know what I mean? Like it's fun and it's a tournament. The hate. The fact that, you know, when you see that type of stuff, like, does it, you know, mentally, does it get to you? Does it, does it annoy you? Is it just kind of, you know? The hate and anger was deliciously delightful. It warmed my heart. It, 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 it wasn't necessarily fuel or anything. I just, it gave me a good laugh. I was, I went to the bar and was just showing, sharing the comments with, you know, the 2K people and the other contestants. And I was like, people are so angry. I said, it really warms my heart. But to answer <laughs> your question from earlier, which kind of skimmed over, mm-hmm. um, as far as I'm concerned, when it comes to WWE, my ultimate goal is to work for them. I do not, do I want to? Absolutely. Have I done cool stuff with them before? Yes. Never been paid for anything. It's literally just the, the luck of the draw. I go to Access. I ask, much like in a Q&A, can I introduce you? That's my thing. I don't want an autograph. I don't want a picture. I ask, can I introduce you? We can be in a parking lot. 
I'll make do it right there and then. I may interview you. So everybody knows I'm that super fan. I go to events. I ask the wrestlers to introduce or interview them. I don't have anything official with WWE. I wish that I did. And one day it'll happen. I'll continue to pay my dues and earn my way. And until then, I'm happy as is. Um, and if you knew my story, like I'm explaining now, and to even a, a, a more extent than what I'm saying, I've literally spent my last bit of money for rent it's supposed to be for rent, and I go to WrestleMania because I'm determined to get a job. I've risked getting kicked out of places because I'm I'm late on rent or don't have it or not eating because I want to go to WrestleMania in New Orleans or WrestleMania yeah. in New York. It means that much to me. I traded in a laptop and a game system just to have enough money to Ooh. eat and go there. Most people, would they do that? No. I'm not your average person. I worked hard. Yes, some people from WWE... You know, they, they've seen my, you know, introductions. Who hasn't? They're on YouTube. Mm-hmm. That's why you're seeing them on YouTube. You're commenting, oh, you know, he, this guy's trash. He works for the me. So what if I have experience? I don't work for them, but so what if I have experience announcing or be, it's like if an, a, an actor, a full-time Hollywood actor decided they want to enter and they got picked. Right. Okay. So what? They put the work into putting a smack dab stand-up promo and they got picked. And 2K did a fantastic, masterful job of choosing who they wanted. And it was WWE as well choosing. So, you know, stop hating. Just know that there'll never be another tournament for you to enter because I'm the first, last, and forever champion. I just mm. wanted to say that. And, you know, and that and it's funny because that, that hurts. That hurts because knowing the fact that it's no more. Never again. And they exempted Maryland. Come on, people of Maryland. Come on now. I know I'm not the only one that's upset about that. I digress. It, it, it is what it is. Um, the I tournament wouldn't have been any different even if they open it up to every single person on the planet you could be on some Joe Schmo island in the middle of the ocean wow. and cut a, a fantastic promo guaranteed you would have lost all due respect to the great players of WWE and there are other players that are on my level or quote unquote higher because I'll never admit you're better until you prove it on, and even it. then I still won't admit it go. because luck is luck everybody gets a lucky win I've been defeated before just that was a weekend that I was I was physically Unable to lose any match that weekend as far as WWE games, and I didn't, well, and I shan't. Seeing you up there on the stage, you had the look of determination in your eyes. You you had the look on your face as if, hey, look, I'm, uh, I'm going to leave it all here in the ring. I was getting ready to say something. Oh, that look of anger on my face? Yeah. So just yeah. so everybody knows, that look of anger was just, that's my game face. When you're putting something on the line like a million dollars on a 2K Undisputed world title. Oh, you can best believe there's no smiles. And I told I told all my opponents, I said we were friends before and after the business. Absolutely. Definitely not during because you're gonna get that work. And again, I skimmed over the question. I belong in WWE and I will be there one day. And that's why when I was up there, I didn't I wasn't nervous. I was ready to show them what the golden voice can do. And I want to be the first gay black ring announcer in WWE. That's right. There you go. Now let me now we mentioned WWE. Mm-hmm. Um mentioned being a ring announcer. Uh, what ring announce? What announcement? Or who have you announced that really, really was one of your favorite people to announce? I've, I've seen some of the clips. I think my favorite one that I saw you doing on the, on the fly was um, Cesaro, Antonio Cesaro at the time. When JBL and Cole show. Yeah. Okay. That was that was it. Um, that was one of my favorites. So I'll just go down the list of a few people I've introduced. Uh, some of the early people before I actually got it uh, recorded. Um, Booker T, John Morrison. Um, mm-hmm. Actually, speaking of John Morrison, when I introduced him when he was back at WWE, I think it was like 
2010-2011 was like the last year. You're looking at me like I... I'm sorry. 2010-2011 was like the last year he was there. But when I introduced him, he said, dude, you got to introduce me like that whether I'm carrying my luggage or eating a bowl of cereal. So I introduced him eating a bowl of cereal theoretically. And he was like, oh, that's amazing. Um, I've introduced Ted DiBiase Jr. and Sr., um, The Miz, uh, uh, Alberto Del Rio. um, That was another Kofi Kofi Kingston. you know, Braun Strowman at, you know, WrestleMania Access uh, mm-hmm. this past year. Well, this just last week or the week before. And um, uh, let's see, Trish Stratus, Ric Flair. Um, and the list goes on and on, you nice. know. And, I, and I'm so thankful to all the superstars who have allowed me that opportunity. Again, I don't work for WWE. I just went up to them and asked whether it be in a parking lot, whether it be at Access, just like you do to get a picture or an interview. That's the same way I went about it. Some there's only two people in my and then one person in my entire life thus far that said no, and that was William Regal. And I wasn't tripping, tripping about that. Right. It was extremely cold outside, and the man was just trying to get inside to get right. warm, you know. Um, and that was fine. I, I I have no no ill will towards him. Like you know, you got a job, you got to make sure you're doing what you're doing. And I always stay respectful, and I'm I'm humble, but genuinely so. Absolutely, I could dig it. I could dig so, it. But being on that being on that stage at Wrestle, at WrestleMania. Uh, at WrestleMania 35 Access and then at TakeOver it's a, it's a feeling like no other like you look out into that huge arena and you're like yeah, 80,000 plus 80,000 plus but for TakeOver it was like 20,000 correct correct. but so I'm I just think it was at the Barclays there. Center yeah and Barclays Center is a beautiful arena it has like this turf or this like lawn on top of it it's yeah. really cool but um, I'm I'm just standing there and I'm like I know I belong here like I got chills that wasn't nervousness. It was just chills. Like, man, the day I walk out here as mm-hmm. an announcer or even as a commentator, I could be out as a manager. I used to do managing when I started with the Nigerian Nightmares. They found me announcing in the parking lot, mm-hmm. and that's how I got my start. My start on the independence. The Nigerian Nightmares. Nigerian Nightmares. Aaron Ganey and Charles Bell Jr. Um, my mentor that started me, which is Aaron Ganey, uh, the bigger of the two. He's the one who gave me my start, and unfortunately, um, he passed away a few years ago. Um, and thank you. And I was hoping that you know he would pull through. And I know he's looking down. I know he. I, th- this whole thing, everything that just happened recently—that's him. Oh yeah, he's that's proud him. of you for sure. Oh yeah, he's got a, got a big smile on his face. Absolutely. And um, he he just he knew from somebody who I marked out at my first official event. I'll admit that you know years later when I went to my first wrestling event and announced, uh, I was doing managing and announcing. I just did some random shit, and I was like, afterwards, oh my god, I can't believe I did that. I just, it was like a mark, like, I, I did my announcing when I did my announcing, but then after that, I just, it's just the way I was acting, and I was, it was my first event, so they taught me the proper etiquette, and they said, we just, we, you know, it was like, I wasn't gonna give up on you that easily. It was like, I understand, it was a little overwhelming, mm-hmm. but once I got used to it, never happened again. Um, that second event I did, everything was smooth sailing from there, and, um... And here we are today. Nice. Absolutely. That's amazing. That's amazing. Now, <clears throat> I want to talk to you about championships. Now, of course, you have the WWE Million 2K Dollar. Games World Championship. Absolutely. Undisputed. And, and before I even go there, that's a heavy belt. That belt got some weight to it, man. It's very nice. It's uh, it's done by uh, Belts by Dan, at Belts by Dan on Twitter and Instagram. I believe that is the proper... Instagram screen name. I'm going to check it for you all. Okay. Um, now let me ask you that. When I'm mentioning the championship belts, is that the only title you and you have, or do you have have you collected any others over the years? And, um, and if so, which ones are your favorite? My favorite championship by far, even though I have my little creative federation on 2K19, is mm-hmm. indeed um, 
the 2K Games World Championship. I could dig it's it. A, it's, the phys- it's the physical championship that I have, and, and that's what keeps me um, dedicated to everything. Let me see if I can pull this up. But yeah, um, I hold the EWC. It's called Elite Wrestling Championships. That was way before AEW, even though AEW is you know, great and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I created this back in high school in 2003. Um, that's how long Elite Wrestling Championships has existed, you know, as far as a video game federation. And now at the point that I have the um, means to do so, I might start a little wrestling promotion of my own, nice. you know, call it Elite Wrestling Championships. People probably think I'm trying to copy off of them, but it's not the case. I even have books, mm-hmm. you know, showing match types. You know, our main show is called Rumble Wars. Right, okay. um, it's a combination of the Royal Rumble name and Infinity Wars. Whoa. Hence it being Rumble Wars. That's a hell of a combination right there. And then um, (laughs) our uh, our Royal Rumble is called Street Fight. Perfect. It's everybody fighting. Absolutely. Um, Then uh, SummerSlam is called Summer Rumble. Um, Edge of Extinction is Survivor Series. It's our Survivor Series. Um, The last pay-per-view of the year, which usually is TLC, but I think they switched that around. We call it Out of Time. Hence it being on the last week of the year. Right. Out of Time. No more championship shots after that. You got to start over. That's a nice concept. Um, Yeah. For uh, Battleground, we call it Blood, Sweat, and Iron. Mm-hmm. Um, for Money in the Bank, we call it Heist of the Century. Okay. And, um, you know, if you check out at Real Golden Voice on Instagram, you'll see, like, the actual graphics for it. Um, my brother Rob here, he's seen he's seen them all, all of our wrestlers on there. Really good. Um, let's see. Uh, Quick Strike is the pay-per-view, which is basically Elimination Chamber. Mm-hmm. Last chance to strike for a championship. Yeah. Um, and then... Uncharted Revenge is our is called is our version of Backlash, um, and I think that's I think I've named all twelve pay per views. I think that was roughly twelve. I might be missing one in there. Uh, oh, um, Age of Champions okay. is our Clash of Champions. All championships are on the line, and if they're not on the line, just champions facing each other. But we try to generally put all the titles on the line. Gotcha. Um, that's always so. some of my favorite concept is seeing champion versus champion, regardless of whether the belt is on the line or not. That's just a dope concept idea is just putting one champion against another champion um so we mentioned in the games you know having when won the wwe that's that that's belts um, by dan that's who created the championship great work great work on his behalf i'd like to say again yep belts by dan um y'all can see it up there right now um mm-hmm. he creates fantastic championships as a matter of fact i'm going to be contacting him to create the official championships for ewc so if y'all want to join ewc you could actually win a championship. And don't go home with it because you didn't pay for the belts. Right. And if, if that gets lost, you know, what's going to happen you got is to get your hands are going to be given. <laughs> Absolutely. It'll be up on a wall. You'll have your, I'm going to make sure the name plate. So if you win that championship, your name will be up on it. If you want to join too, your name will be on the actual plate until you lose it. The only rule is you have to defend it at least once every 30 days at the very least. Okay. But we don't do rematches in EWC. You have to start over. You lose your championship, you start over. Number one contenders match or work your way up. Absolutely. So that way the next round of contenders can yeah. come on up. Earn it. You got to earn that. That's that's what's up. Now, now mentioning games, out of the WWE games that we have been blessed with over these X amount of years, which one would you say is your favorite one and, and why? Oh gosh, there's so many great games. Um, because I could tell you off the off the break, I love 2K19. That's to me, I felt like that was done so beautifully well. But my favorite is a combination between it's three actually between Here Comes the Pain, Shut Your Mouth, and then of course um, No Mercy. 
Yeah, No Mercy is fantastic. Um, I would love a remaster, even though I, oh, sorry, even though I know they can't um, add certain superstars in. A, a full remaster on like Switch or even Xbox mm-hmm. and PlayStation would be great. Um, as far as my favorite, because of the factor of realism, and that's all what I'm all about in the games. Like I don't mind the arcade style, which they do have a setting on 2K19 to go arcade style. I love 2K19 is my favorite by far. Like the 2K series, once it switched over to them, mm-hmm. that realism, I like that. So that way, it's not always constantly. I hit you with a finisher, you're up five seconds later. Right. They make you roll out, and you have to tap the button really fast to get up. I like stuff like that. It gets annoying, mm-hmm. but it makes it realistic. So it's just like you can win a match. You know, you're not right. always going to win every single match. That includes your true champion here. Um, but uh, 2K is my favorite game of the 2K franchise thus far, mm-hmm. um, with, with you know by leaps and bounds. And then as far as uh, the THQ era, I'd have to say WW2K14 was well. It's it was THQ and 2K, but WW2K14 was amazing. Um, so I was a huge fan of that. Uh, okay, and that's of that era now. Jumping back, obviously, I love No Mercy. Yeah. Um, you know, when people love those games, I love those games, and I'd still, I still play them and would play them to this day. But when it comes down to it, I'm like, of course, the, today's game would beat those games back then. I said most people like the games from back in the day because there's no balance. There's yeah. no, there's no realism in a sense of you can have a match. It's just, it's just kicking butt. Oh, and Day of Reckoning, fantastic. It oh played, yeah, Day of Reckoning, was, yeah, from the GameCube. I man, it was. with the yeah. breaking up the moves, yeah. I didn't know that you could do that, and I got so angry when I first played it. <laughs> right. Like uh, it's WrestleMania 18 and 19, great games. But I'm like, I said, what? You know, yeah. I wasn't ready for that level of real, realism yet. So I understand how some people would feel now with today's game, but I'm like, we're in 2019, get over it. Absolutely. You're just mad because you can't cheat the way you used to and use all the cheat moves. Everything's mo-capped and no mm-hmm. more hack movesets like there were on 360 and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. Yeah, so, absolutely. 2K has, yeah. has, has came a long way. And the stuff that they, you could tell that they sampled over the years, different um, formulas. Different, yeah, different formulas. Like you mentioned, the breaking up um, the whole that whole system. You know, being able to interrupt a move while it was being while it was happening, especially in a tag team match, mm-hmm. yeah, them them adding that that was perfect. Uh, I I have to say that two K nineteen. I I'm already waiting for twenty. I don't know what they plan on adding in twenty, but whatever it is, I know it's going to be great. Absolutely. Now mentioning games. Now not just two K is not the only one that you're you would say that you're. You're into. You said Halo. I'm I'm into Halo, but Injustice though. I know you mentioned oh, Injustice, Injustice yes, earlier. Big fan of um of fighting games. Big fan of of DC lore. This jerk know. right here, Black Canary, screaming at what? people. <laughs> oh, that's your go-to, Black Canary. I mean, I, like he, no. like I'm particularly good with Supergirl and Superman, but Black Adam's my other favorite character. Mm-hmm. And every time I'm facing him, even if I win, he gives me a run for my money. He's like, hey, let's let's do the wall bouncing and let's do my finishing maneuver because screw you. <laughs> I just want to sing you a song. <laughs> yeah, y'all better get that little girl out of there. <laughs> I got. I think on on injustice, I would have to say my my um, my faves definitely would be Green Arrow, Robin. Um, I like the Agile. That's the best agile for business. Fight. Yeah, you know. What about you? Do you play Injustice? Um, I am not good at fighting games, mm-hmm. and they infuriate me. <laughs> that, that being said, I have played them, um, but not enough to have a favorite character. I like Batman in general, so I mm-hmm. used to play with Batman. I know he's not the greatest character on the game. Can't go wrong with Batman. Though. Speaking of Batman, I just want to kind of tap in on that. Y'all know why I won a tournament? Because I'm Batman. 
<laughs> I'm Batman. I don't know why I'm speaking like this, but I have a million dollars, so it sounds cooler. And uh, I'm going to get a cowl, so I'm going to be cool and get a Batmobile. Um, I'm rich and you're not. Jet black. I'm going to hell for this. You should call yourself a black man. Because I'm black man. Light man? Repair man, 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 man. Um, so, since this is the NWA podcast, I would be remiss if I did not ask you, what is your thoughts on Infinity? I'm so oh, Infinity War, Endgame. Well, that still was an amazing movie, regardless. Absolutely. And my heart hurts. Absolutely. Still. I mean, we could talk about Endgame. Oh, I mean, and, not Endgame. Well, I'm sorry. See, Infinity War. Let's talk want. about. Well, they're both technically one big movie. That, right, right, right. And right. it's like they screwed us over with Lord of the Rings, but that's not the point. Um, <laughs> so, as far as Infinity Wars is concerned. Um, the movie from beginning to end was just like a roller coaster ride. And did they have those slow parts? Yes, but it wasn't slow in a bad way. It was slow when it needed, slower when it needed to be. And I was on the edge of my seat. I, me and all my friends, we were just like, like we didn't. Right. It was no talking it, other than the cheering. And um, mm-hmm. that Spider Man thing killed me. And yeah. what oh, I learned that killed and, uh, a lot of people. I think I was what, the one that laughed at that. Wow. <laughs> now I'll, I'll say He's this. Oh, he cold, yo. He cold. I went. Uh, I went to open a night of. Uh, Infinity Wars as well, so it was true fans throughout the whole joint, and um, a lot of people were okay with everybody dying, and they were like everybody held it together, everybody held it. But the one that killed people the most I'm is sure. at the end when like when Nick Fury went, the dude next to me literally went, "Oh come on, you got to be kidding me! They're taking everybody." They were done. They were done at that point. It was crazy. My my boy James Powell, he uh, he was with us, and when Black Panther went, he was like, "No, no, no, no!" In the middle of the theater, <laughs> we're all trying not to laugh. Half the theater burst out laughing, but we're like, "Damn it!" But yeah, I I think the thing they knew what they were doing. They told Tom Holland to do what you feel when acting out that scene, and when he did, it takes a lot to grab tears for me for as far as a movie is concerned absolutely and i teared up and i'm like oh wow i didn't realize i like spider-man as much as i do that's yeah. what we going for yeah man. i was like <laughs> well i mean they, oh, they, y'all touched playing, on, huh? they touched on that that father-son relationship that that tony oh, yeah. stark and, and spider-man ended up having and then the way he and sold he it out. yes he sold it he had the he was the long he was the character that took the longest to disappear oh, yeah. yeah he's like he was kind of yeah. fighting it somehow and yeah, somehow i and, heard theories about you know they you know it, uh, as far as like being, I guess you can say, mutant or inhuman or enhanced, you know, mm-hmm. he he's strong, so he was trying to hold off, but yeah, he mm. he ate it at the end. Yeah, that, that snap, that snap came for everybody. It did, man. It did. A lot of people were complaining, why didn't everybody just disappear at the same exact time? And I'm like, it's well for movie making purposes, it's more dramatic. And mm-hmm. who's to say? I mean, they, he said it's ran, it's random, dispassionate, if that's the right word. I see you some kind of word in there that was just like it was it wasn't gonna be like you know painless and you know just just random in terms of people going and I'm just looking at it like oh oh so y'all playing now and then of course if y'all haven't seen Infinity Wars then shame on you for, absolutely there's not gonna be any spoilers when I saw Ant Man and the Wasp shame on you if you haven't seen it, it came out last year I believe yes it did yeah. right and after then, Infinity War yeah. and then they want to destroy me even further at the post credits of freaking ant-man on a wasp i'm like oh oh so that's what we're doing now oh y'all gonna <laughs> do that across the board y- y'all gonna do and even with we even with spider-man into the spider-verse i'm like oh so this is what we're doing oh okay we ain't friends anymore now as far as Endgame, just next week just thursday next for week. y'all saturday for me like man 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 
Three hours and two minutes, people. Avengers Endgame. And I will warn everybody listening to this amazing podcast right now. It is three hours and two minutes of no, you don't need to be going to the bathroom break. There, there are no bathroom breaks. There's better, no intermission. You better get a courtesy cup. You better yeah. come on. Get a courtesy cup. Come on. You, get a catheter. Yeah. Get a catheter. Do That's what, what you, you need. need to do. Um, because it's no time for that. Ain't nobody got time for that. So bring all the snack. Get all the hot dogs, popcorn, candy. Get all those snacks at once. Oh, sorry. The the official movie meal for the NWA podcast is a hot dog, nachos, some watermelon, sour patch kids. All right. All right, man. And a large drink. That That is the go-to meal for the NWA podcast. I second that. And um, I'm gonna have I'm gonna have cheeseburgers in my pockets from Burger King. That's not the point. In addition to popcorn, (laughs) right? To the side, (laughs) like a utility belt. Like everybody, chill. (laughs) I'm a utility belt. Since you mentioned Batman. Right, right, right. right. Oh, so, man. Um, Absolutely, man. But I, I, I love Captain Marvel. I thought it was, it was fantastic. And that cut the post-credit scene for Captain Marvel just got you more hyped up. I'm like, wait, how did you move that quickly? What happened? Yeah. Where were you through the Battle of New York? Age of Ultron. And he, I don't understand a real emergency. I guess in that sense it was, but... I mean, the first Avengers could have been essentially world domination if they didn't beat them. Yeah, that's, then, you know that what? was my issue with. Uh, oh, we're in my realm of expertise now. Come on, that's, come that's on one of my uh, issues I had me. with. Uh, what was that when they were saying, "Call me if if it's an emergency, right. call me." Like yeah. the Battle of New York would have been that would have been it. Ultron yeah. possibly because he was in the internet. Right, Ultron could have did it. Battle of New York could have did it. Like mm-hmm. Thanos did it. Yeah. yeah, when Thanos, I mean, I guess uh, Nick Fury didn't really know too much about what that was going he was going to snap his fingers right. and do that. So, so. I, I get it to a certain degree, but the Battle of New York should have been enough. Like it was a whole portal, it was aliens, they was taking over, and your team had disbanded. Mm-hmm. Who? Um, hey, Captain Marvel, you busy? Right. You got time for a couple quick, uh, quick, quick minutes here? You quick know what talk. I'm, yeah, what I'm right. thinking of is what he probably did in some of the th- some of the theory videos, which sound pretty believable, was just that. He it was something he felt the Avengers that they had with Thor could handle, and which which they did. You know, it, they got yeah, they got true. a little messed up, but uh, essentially they handled it. And then when they got Scarlet Witch, I mean, like yeah. you're pretty much good to go at that point. Even though she's not as obviously powerful as she would, because they don't want to overpower people. But I'm like, for them to say something like Captain Marvel is more powerful than Thor. One, no, she's not. She's super powerful, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. One, no, she's not. Thor was there first. Thor is a god, not a demigod. Yeah. He is a god. And for her to say, she may be almost on that level, but she's not quite there. And that's, you know, asking a professional's opinion like yourself or you, I feel that way. I feel like you may be on that, almost on that level with Thor, but like you... you I agree. I feel like Thor always has a deeper well to draw off of. Absolutely. Like, I feel like, I I like Captain Marvel. um, Mm -hmm. And I do, and she's a very powerful character. I'm not, she she would probably be number two to me. Mm -hmm. And, but I mean, I feel like Thor, when pushed to his absolute limit... Has another gear, and he's like, well, Ragnarok is a perfect yeah, example absolutely. of it. And absolutely, and that's minus Storm, Storm Stormbreaker. Stormbreaker. I, yeah. Once he got Stormbreaker, it should oh, have been a wrap. Okay. Let's it talk about Stormbreaker. How about that entry scene in Infinity War when the the uh, portal came down, and then Bring he came down, and then he jumped up in the air, and yeah. just I need. I need a special effects guy that I need to do that, <laughs> so I could say, "Bring me AJ." <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, but that's not right. the point. And smash like AJ an Xbox Styles, controller yo. into the ground. Yeah, 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 yeah. AJ Styles, he's still coming for you, AJ. He said, he said the rematch will not happen. Just a reminder. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. And I'm not leaving these podcasts until everyone gets these hands. I actually did have a theory on the whole uh, Captain Marvel just now coming in. 
My thing was, it was the arrogance of Fury. He figured as long as he's still there, he doesn't need her. As soon as he was, as soon as he was disappearing, going, then he wants to call her. Then, then he thinks, oh wait, I need a big, a rare, a big gun, because I'm going, I'm not going to be here to do anything. And more than likely, right. half my other big guns are gone too. Yeah. So yeah, I think but it was just the arrogance of Fury all, all together. I, I okay, I get where you're coming from, but here's my theory on your theory, is that Nick Fury didn't know what was going on at that point. People were disappearing. It's not like he could see it. All of us, it was just it was like mm-hmm. a traffic accident. Yeah. And then he goes, "Yeah, because I need to call. City. I need to call Captain Marvel for what? Do you, think you don't know what's happening? Covers that? <laughs> <laughs> I crashed my car, but I wasn't in it. Excuse right, me. Right. <laughs> no, this guy he came yeah. in with a. With I was a, driving, a and then I was dust. Does that <laughs> count at all? Come yeah, right. Listen, does, does my medical cover that? Because you guys got blood all over my Gucci sweater. <laughs> right. Yeah. I have a rebuttal for that. It's, okay. Nick, it's Nick Fury. He always knows what's going on. For the He's most always, part, always always in the thick of everything in the shadows, okay. knowing what's going on everywhere. Nah, it's true. He true, probably true, true. knew that they could it's, it's handle been, it. It's been going on for years. You're right. You're absolutely okay. right. Nick Fury does seem to know everything. Exactly. But I I do want to touch. I'm gonna jump back just a little bit, y'all, absolutely. because you made a comment about. Um, I know, right? Yeah, it went out. Um, because you you made a comment about um, Captain Captain Marvel and the Thug situation. Mm-hmm. People are forgetting that. I don't know if they're going to translate it in this upcoming movie because I know they wanted to keep her strong in Captain Marvel's movie, but she essentially, she absorbs power, yeah, she does. which turns her binary. Whereas, so, like, like you mentioned with Thor. Four, four period. Absolutely. So mentioning with, you know, with Thor that, you know, he, he doesn't have to draw from anything. Mm-hmm. You know, that's just him. That's just what's, what's yeah. in him. So, you know, but I'm saying that also for the people who think that Captain Marvel is stronger than Thor. I just wanted to put that out there. That you know she has to absorb energy in order to go binary. But on that same note, Thor's main thing, lightning, it's energy. She'll just absorb it and go right and go binary. And they would just even go back and forth. Even a powerful blast at her, she'll yeah. go binary and then go back at him. But it's a never-ending fight. <laughs> it is. But Thor's thing, because I don't know if they're going to put it in the movie or whatever. His one of his greatest things is he he goes. Uh, uh, what is it called? Um, God, God Rage or something? Yeah, it's, it's, it's yeah. God Rage. He gets 10 times as powerful as, yeah. he, as he normally is. And we haven't so, seen him with the old <laughs> yeah. Force yet. What if yeah, he does that on Endgame? Mm-hmm. God Rage most... I'm, oh, I literally, man. I'm, I'm, I'm man. getting, I got wet. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just thinking about it. Like, oh my, it just came. I'm gonna stop. You guys have a towel? Or... <laughs> I have a towel. I'm sorry. I won't be back on this podcast anytime soon. That's a nasty bastard for you. <laughs> We'll scrap the whole chair. Just, right. uh, we'll get a new one. Right. <laughs> you know who could beat Thanos? Cartman. You and me. We're having it out. Right now. Let's go. Come on. Come on. Yeah. I, I could see him trying them, but he would probably move out the way and then Kenny would eat it. <laughs> oh my God, they killed Kenny. You bastards. <laughs> but yeah, end game, man. I'm excited. I'm excited to see how this is going to go. Three hours and two minutes of greatness. Not including the trailers. We might be in there for close to four hours. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. How about and the I jerks hope- that are trying to spoil it with every freaking notification that pops on the phone? Avengers such as a click. I don't want to see. Off. I don't want to see no more trailers. No, not no theory. Not, I, if it's not my own theory, or well, one of you know yeah. one of you. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? But uh, spoiler free, basically. Yeah, spoiler free. I can give them this with the trailers they've released thus far. It's nothing you didn't expect to see anyway, and it was it wasn't any spoilers. It was just literally who you already saw in Infinity Wars. Like not not spoiling anything. It's just like I was like, okay, I came out of there. I was like, I thought I was gonna spoil anything. I was like, I'm good. Asked the most recent trailer was the one where they just showed clips of the older movies, 
And I said, I dodged a bullet again. And I'm like, I'm not looking at anything else. I got, what, six days? I th- No, a little more than six, eight days? What, for Infinity War? Yeah, next Thursday. Well, well seven if you're saying on Thursday. Yeah. Okay, so seven if you're mm-hmm. saying Thursday, but Friday or Saturday, then eight or nine. But even so, like, I'm pretty much off social media. All I'm doing is playing video games um, yeah. and keeping away from, stay away from me, Satan. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I heard Twitter is hot right now. For, Man. You know, I, I'm staying far away from Twitter. I don't want no problems with them. I don't want no smoke. Mm-mm. Not at all. But listen, everybody, NWA Podcast, today's guest, we got Stefan T. Benson, the WWE. Uh, before we sign off, I have a question. Yes. A wrestling question. I don't know if you asked us already. I stepped out for a second. Talk to me. Who's your favorite wrestler? Hulk Hogan. Of all time, Hulk Hogan. Of all Hogan. time. Yeah, of all time. Um, mm-hmm. Of all time, Hulk Hogan. Then it's Kane. Then it's Big Show. Then it's Bradshaw. Then it's China. Okay. Um, and, Tr- Trish, uh, and then Trish Stratus. Oh, I know like all of those guys. That's I know, awesome. right? Um, I have another question. Look at me with questions. Um, <laughs> who do you think was the most successful wrestler outside of wrestling? I mean, who is? I mean, obviously. I, I, would I say, mean, the way I'm looking at it, The Rock. Yeah, right I would now, have to say like, The Rock. Yeah. Not, not yeah. Like, the Rock and Cena are like blowing up. Obviously, Rock started, you know, sooner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Cena, like Hogan did pretty well. Hogan but did I don't pretty think good, he yeah. did yeah, it. Early 90s. Not on the biggest, he's not as big as The Rock. The, the yeah, Rock I don't has, think it's on bigger scale. The Rock has completely transitioned into just uh, like movies, yeah. TV, stuff like that. And um, guest stars sometimes on wrestling now. Mm-hmm. Like, I, like, that's like... I like how he does that too. Like I've I've seen some stuff. Um, like I said, I'm a I'm a big rock fan. I, anything he does, I'm watching or whatever. Um, that show he does on HBO Ballers is ridiculous. It's real. Good. I need to see that. I saw the first season. I loved it. It was real yeah, good. It's, it's real really good. good. I think my um, favorite movie so far with The Rock in it. It wasn't even Fast and the Furious, although that was great. Mm-hmm. I thought that comment towards Tyrese, he was like, he was like, watch out for your big ass forehead or something yeah. like that. That he said, they said that was genuine. That wasn't yeah. in oh, the that script. Was genuine, yeah. And I was like, that's hilarious. Yeah, that's why I, I think has, ludicrous. You see him spit water out in that <laughs> scene too. Yeah, that was that was, that was great. I was like, oh, he. I said he snatched him ball literally. Um, but. I think um, I think it was called Skyscraper. I think that was a fantastic yeah, movie. That was a good movie. I, really? I'm always for movies like that. It was a lot of fun for me. Um, and he just he's so genuine when he acts. He's, he's, the wrestling doesn't shine through, which is a good thing because he shows I can do wrestling and that's separate. I can act and that's separate. Right. And Cena's doing the same thing. You don't. Ex- I don't see Cena as a wrestler anymore when I see him in movies. First couple of movies with The Rock, yeah, I, I, or even Triple H, I saw him do The Rock Bottom or The Pedigree, right, respectively, right. for those mm-hmm. individual wrestlers, and I'm like, oh. But I, underst- I, w- <laughs> I understand that, though, because they're trying to, um, matter of fact, I think The Rock's first movie was a WWF movie. I think it was before it was WWE. It was uh, like Walking Tall or one of those, something yeah. like that. Oh, Walking oh, Tall, and yeah. he did Rock Hold Bottom on. or Power Slam. Yeah, yeah. Guy. check this out. My favorite Rock movie was right before he did Walking Tall. It was The Rundown. One of the that I think was it was the, that was the one might have been. I think he was in South America. Mm-hmm. Yeah, something. Of, yeah, with yeah, um, guy, um, Williams, um, uh, guy from American Pie. Yeah, Sean yeah. Williams guy. Yeah. Yep, he was bringing back to his dad. Yeah. yeah. So I'm, I'm, I think, um, you know, it's, it's a good transition or whatever. So you're pulling in the WWE fans with you know doing your wrestling moves and stuff like that. But then once you establish yourself as like a serious actor, mm-hmm. which I think most people are going to disagree with me on that. I think he did it more so in that movie uh, Be Cool, where he played oh, the gay guy. I loved it. 
completely. He first of all, he was he had lost he lost a little weight. He wasn't as big as he was. He lost a little weight. That's true. And he played he played a character completely outside of himself, and it just yeah, Weezy. That's my shit. So Perry was hilarious. I'm sorry. I don't know what anyone says. No, but that came that came after. What I'm saying, I think the transition from I think his his final transformation into actor was in mm-hmm. that movie because he he knocked that out of the park that was he did it. he did a really good job on he's he's like you know what you know what i like going to roscoe's because i can take that whole drumstick put it right in my oh mind. my god you know, that I was sucked the meat off dying the yeah i was like whoops <laughs> right right <laughs> well okay then I mean, he was talented <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> whoopsie daisy right so i yeah, I, I, I appreciated him in that role but that's um because of the the magnitude of his acting career that's why i'm giving him props for being yeah, um absolutely you know the most successful uh wrestler outside of wrestling um now again very limited um wrestling knowledge but he's the only wrestler that i see all over the place still and he's like almost 50 now ain't he yeah, yeah, he's pushing. He doesn't he's look anywhere near fifty. That's no. for sure. Well, first yeah. of all, from the neck down, he's like twenty-two. <laughs> Hopefully, that can be me right. You know, it can be me one day, just looking like that. But not right now because I love food too much. You know, once I get to that, I'll work out like once a week after that and just, you know, eat whatever the hell I want. There you go. I'll All do right. some good cardio like the, uh, for like two days a week, two days a week tops, just to maintain what I have. It's like. Listen, right now all I have is undeveloped muscle. I have muscle just undeveloped. That's all. <laughs> that's such a good way to right. see it. There you go. That's, that's it. Right. Just undeveloped muscle. That's all. <laughs> there you go. Exactly. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> it's just cheeseburgers on top of it. That's not the point. That's besides the point, okay? They will come eventually when I'm ready for it to come. That's true. You know what I mean? And I walk around with no shirt on like I got no damn sense. And I'd be like, oh, this? I'm just wiping off my sweat with $100 bills. Right. Ah. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Please bring in more baby oil. <laughs> Coconut oil? Okay. I, I can say this. I'll say this as far as the WWE side of things is concerned, and I'll leave it at that. I guess everybody's got a price for the new million dollar man. <laughs> the Ted DiBiase. Everybody's going to pay. I love it. I love it. Well, there you have it. I'm June. I'm Ted. And our guest today, we have the million dollar tournament winner, WWE 2K19 million dollar tournament winner, Mr. Stefan T. Benson, the golden voice of all sports and entertainment. Stefan, please tell the people where they can find you at. For Twitter and Instagram, both the same screen name, at Real Golden Voice. Again, that's at Real Golden Voice. And for Facebook, Stefan Benson, Stefan Theodore Benson for my fan page. And it'll be up and running pretty soon. It's up and running now, but it's going to be revamped. And then for YouTube, it's going to be Golden Talk TV. I have a, uh, a video, uh, you know, a TV show that goes on there. And um, my podcast will be going up pretty soon uh, called Golden Talk. Um, and there's also Golden Wrestling Talk Express, which I'm teamed up with a friend of mine. All right. So there you have it. Thank you, good sir. Thank you. You've been awesome.